Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us on The Inner Life. I'm Chuck Neff. Good to have all of you with us today. This, of course, is our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith. Uh, Thanks uh, for taking time to join us on the program today. And today we're going to talk about the rosary. That's the powerful prayer that gives us the chance uh, to look at the most significant times in the lives of our Lord Jesus and his mother, Mary. The great saints prayed the rosary. St. Padre Pio called it his weapon. Our Lady herself told the three shepherd children at Fatima in 1917 that if we want world peace, we should pray the rosary every day. And looking at our world today, maybe we just haven't taken those words uh, from Our Lady as seriously as uh, we perhaps should have. But we're going to talk about the rosary. How would you describe your devotion to the rosary? And uh, we'll talk about that today here to help us on the journey. Our spiritual director back with us once again, one of our regular contributors, Father Eric Nielsen. Father Eric is a priest in the Diocese of Madison, Wisconsin, pastor of the St. Paul University Catholic Center on the campus of the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Father Eric Nielsen, welcome back. Great to have you on the program today. It's great to be here, Chuck. And um, yeah, I was driving through your beautiful city twice, and um, we, we missed each other both times. So um, we, maybe. we were trying real hard, weren't we, to get together? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll bring that up. We'll talk about uh, your mission trip to uh, to Texas and uh, praying the rosary and how that went for you. But hey, it's great to have you on the program today. As uh, we do every day, we will uh, open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us. How would you describe uh, your devotion to the rosary? We'll get those phone lines open here in just a moment. But uh, Father Eric, get us started. Uh, the rosary, we probably know what it is, but uh, give us an overview. What is the rosary? Where does it come from? And maybe more importantly, why do we pray it? All right. I'm going to start, Chuck, with why we should pray it. And the, our goal in life is heaven. And heaven is a intimate, divine, loving, mystical relationship with God. Um, it's heaven is the place that's going to give us our greatest joys and happiness. Everything that we truly long for on earth is a mere small, um, foggy reflection of what God wishes to give us in heaven. And it comes through this mystical union with the divine. Now, in order to get to heaven, you have to be a saint. And if you don't die a saint, you go through purgatory. And none of us should want to go, not only should we want to go to heaven, we don't want to go to purgatory. Now, in order to avoid purgatory, and in order to experience true joy and peace on earth, you want to develop a prayer life that leads you into a true contemplation of the divine. So our goal is for all of us to be contemplatives. And we all can be contemplatives. 
a contemplative life is not just for monks and for, you know, cloistered nuns. Um, we are called by our baptism to be contemplatives in the world, where our greatest joy, in a sense, desires is to be in union with God, and we experience this through our prayer. And the best way to lay a foundation in your prayer life so that you can become a true contemplative is to pray the rosary. The rosary gives you a lot of things that you need to be a good contemplative. First of all, it gives you a consistency because you pray it every day. You cannot base your prayer life on how you feel. Sometimes you feel great in prayer. Sometimes you feel bad in prayer. Most of the times you're not feeling particular anything. Um, you're, you're just kind of there. That's the way most people's prayer life is unless there's something crazy mystical going on or whether it's early in your prayer life and God has just given you a lot of um, encouragement through a lot of beautiful feelings. Um, so, And the also thing about the rosary is it's a set time. It usually takes about 15 to 20 minutes to pray the rosary. So we get into a routine of praying it every day. Everything about the rosary teaches us, it brings us to contemplation by telling us to contemplate the life of Jesus through the 20 mysteries of the rosary that have been given us, you know, through the church. We have the 20 mysteries of the rosary. And the last thing is that when we're praying the rosary, we are asking Our Lady for her help. And we are not going to become true contemplatives without the intercession and consolation of Our Lady. So the rosary is, is, is the best way to enter into um, a really deep life of prayer. So make the rosary the foundation of your prayer. St. Jose Maria said, you know, if, if you had a really busy day and you were a little distracted and your light day wasn't well ordered and you got some prayer to do before you go to bed or before you have dinner with people, forget it. Don't do it. He said, accept the rosary. Never go to bed without saying your rosary, you know, because there's just so much grace that comes through the rosary. Now, the rosary comes to us, as we learn, through St. Dominic, who was inspired to preach the rosary in order to overcome the Albigensian heresy, which, you know, when we think of heresies, and, you know, they're, they're real battles to put together heresy. Um, when you think of heretics in the Middle Ages, you've got to think of something like Al-Qaeda, you know, groups of people who had developed really strict, you know, ways of looking at religion who really wanted to bring down the, the, the normal order of society. You know, so they, it's just, you know, when you think of heretics, sometimes you just think of these nice, sweet little people just kind of having their own little quiet beliefs. That's not what it was. You know, it was almost, you know, the Albigensians were a real um, organized group of people that were trying to change society and bring down the culture that they lived in. And one of the things they believed in was that um, the flesh wasn't good. You know, the flesh was evil. And since the flesh was evil and the spirit was good, the best thing you could do would be commit suicide. Um, or And the real elect of the Albigensians would just not, you know, they, they wouldn't have, they'd be celibate, they looked very ascetical, very prayerful. But then at the same time, you could go the other direction and say, well, since the flesh is just evil, it doesn't mean that much. You know, just, just do whatever you want. Um, and so when we pray the rosary, we pray in Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. And so the rosary has a beautiful way of just accenting how beautiful our flesh is, and that it's meant for something beautiful and good. In the case of Mary, it was giving birth to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, so, you know, the rosary developed a little bit over time then. 
Um, it was at first 150 Hail Marys, kind of to represent the 150 Psalms that we have in Scripture, and as a way for you know people like who weren't in monasteries can pray the Psalms, and you can pray 150 Hail Marys, and little by little, it just grew up to be the um, devotion that we know today. Um, I think there's been more encyclicals and apostolic letters on the Rosary than um, all other prayers in the Church combined. So um, everybody pray your Rosary. Pray your Rosary. Father Eric Nielsen is our spiritual director talking about the Rosary today and praying the Rosary. Let's uh, open up our phone lines if you'd like to join us today. It's a toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. Our email address, interlife at relevantradio.com. But as we uh, talk about the Rosary, what has been your experience of praying the Rosary? What kind of impact has the Rosary had on your life? And when have you discovered the power of the Rosary? Certainly, if you have any questions, we invite you to join us as well. Again, toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. So, Father Eric, as a priest in the Diocese of uh, Madison, Wisconsin, from your experience, what impact um, have you seen and what impact might the Rosary have on each one of us uh, if and when we pray it? So... The first thing that I notice when people that pray the rosary is that a certain calm and peace descends into their life, um, especially in families. There was a family that I knew that um, I'd visit them and they're praying the rosary every day, and there was just a great peace and tranquility in their home. And then one day I visited them like a couple months later, and um, I could, it was still a good, happy home, don't get me wrong, but, you know, that peace and tranquility just kind of left. And I asked them, I guess, are you still praying the rosary every day? And they said, no, we're not. You know, we, we just did it for a season, you know, over Lent, and, and we had stopped. And so the rosary brings harmony within families, especially couples that pray the rosary. When I have a couple that comes to me, you know, and they're having marital difficulties, and, you know, I try to give them sage advice, which... You know, I mean, it's probably not that sage, but but the best <laughs> advice I get, you know. <laughs> I'm reading your book, by the way. It's a great book. Oh, are you? Should, oh good, thanks. Call, should have him call. Should have him call you, Chuck. So um, <laughs> anyway, um, I, what I what I tell him to do is, you know, why don't you just go for a walk every day and pray the rosary on the on your way away from the house, and then just talk to each other on the way back. And I said, the rosary will do two things. The rosary will, when you bring up a problem, you will bring it up without sounding accusatory or, you know, angry. You'll just bring it up with love and charity. And it'll give you the grace to accept it without being defensive, you know, so that you can really talk about your problems. Because the, the rosary with a couple is like oil that's just poured into the gears of their marriage. So that so I've I've seen that with couples that'll just do that. That it just gets better, and they communicate better, and they're happier. And with individuals, what I've noticed is that I, I tell them that the rosary doesn't necessarily make you, in a sense, holier, but it's like a knotted cord that that you know a knotted cord you can't, you won't slip backwards. You won't go backwards in your spiritual life. If you're praying the rosary every day. A lot of times these students, you know, they go home or they go on vacation and kind of their normal spiritual life falls apart. But I just say, just say that rose every day. You won't go backwards. But I've noticed that those who advance the best in the spiritual life and are most consistent with it 
are those who have made a commitment to praying the rosary every day. Mm. So much so that until people commit to praying the rosary every day, I don't really have them move on into mental prayer and other things. Hmm. Well, and then, Father Eric, when you talk about a contemplative life, praying the rosary, and maybe you've touched on that a little bit, but can you maybe, as I like to say, put some flesh on that in terms of what a contemplative life might look like and then how the rosary feeds that? Yeah, so when you think of a contemplative life, a contemplative is not really doing meditation. You know, a lot of times we go to prayer and we think you have to, you know, come up with some really deep thought or you have to come up with some, you know, real great resolution or something like that or some great insight. And a contemplative is merely content in looking at God and just contemplating his life. And so when you pray the rosary, we'll just start, you know, with the first um, joyful mystery, the Annunciation. You know, probably the thing that most artists have, you know, drawn in religious art, you know, outside the crucifixion, perhaps. Um, what you're doing is uh, you're just announcing that mystery, the Annunciation, and then you're taking just a, a, a few seconds, 10, 15, or if you're, if you're praying by yourself, then you can take a couple minutes if you want, and you're just really calling that mystery to mind. You just have a... But maybe in the beginning you just even have a picture of it. You just have one of those little rosary guys. And, just, just, and then you just look at that image. You just contemplate that image while you say those ten Hail Marys. And again, you don't have to come up with any deep thought. You don't have to come up with some brilliant insight. All you're doing is you're, you're just thinking of that, um, that image, thinking of that moment when the angel appeared to Our Lady and spoke to her. Um, and she responded, let it be done unto me according to thy word. And now you're going to start fighting distractions. Um, other thoughts are going to come into your mind. And as you say that Hail Mary, you're, you're going to be working to try to, you know, just keep your mind focused on that mystery that you're thinking about. And that trains your mind and your heart, you're putting your heart into it, to really learn how to be contemplative. And so someday you'll just be able to kneel and just think of that um, image of the gospel and just for a half hour, you know, and, and that's a contemplative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We are talking today about the rosary and what's been uh, your experience of praying the rosary. Uh, what kind of impact is uh, praying the rosary had on your life? And maybe you've discovered the power of the rosary. We'd love to hear the story. Father Eric Nielsen is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll free, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll get to your phone calls uh, after this uh, short pause. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Mark, chapter 2, verses 23 through 28. As Jesus was passing through a field of grain on the Sabbath, his disciples began to make a path while picking the heads of grain. At this, the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and he and his companions were hungry? How he went into the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of offering that only the priests could lawfully eat and shared it with his companions? Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. 
That is why the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. You can find all the daily readings at RelevantRadio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Jim Shaper sitting in the producer's seat today. Nick Schmitz answering your phone calls. Father Eric Nielsen, our spiritual director. Father Eric, of course, is the pastor of the St. Paul University Catholic Center on the campus of the University of Wisconsin, that in the uh, Diocese of Madison, Wisconsin. One of our regular contributors here on The Inner Life talking today about the rosary. Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. What's uh, been your experience of praying the rosary? Toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. And uh, you can email us as well, life at RelevantRadio.com. Um, just a reminder that if you're joining us uh, late in the program, don't forget you can hear our podcast of the entire program. Just go to the website, RelevantRadio.com, the Inner Life page, and download today's program, really any of our programs. And uh, the show is uh, generally available 30, 40, 45 minutes after we say goodbye at the top of the hour. And if the program has given you any uh, insights, uh, any help, uh, maybe a little bit of hope, uh, tell someone else about it. We'd appreciate that. Father Eric Nielsen, our spiritual director, talking about the rosary and uh, lots of phone calls. Father Eric, so let's uh, start with Jeff listening in southwest Michigan. Hi, Jeff. Uh, Thanks for the call and welcome. My dedication to the Blessed Virgin started probably 25 years ago when one of my best friends, who was a gold glove boxer, prayed the rosary twice a day, and I said, why? And he said, what son would ever deny his mother's request? And I thought, wow, that's really powerful. And so probably starting 25 years ago, I started praying the rosary weekly. Now my wife and I have been married almost 34 years uh, this year. And Diane and I walk and pray the rosary when we walk together. The first thing we do when we get in the car, we always listen to relevant radio. When I'm not listening to classic rock every now and then, we turn on Father Rocky's rosary. So the first thing that we do is we pray the rosary in the car. It's automatic. So now you've got the spouses praying the rosary together. And then when we go to bed, we turn on Relevant Radio and listen to Father Rocky. We pray the rosary at night through his words, sometimes scripturally, sometimes just the straight rosary. And then years ago, we were consecrated to the Blessed Virgin. But the graces and blessings that our family, our our very growing family, has received through the intercession of Mary, they're countless. And I just... I I go to the Blessed Virgin and ask her for her help, for her intercessory prayers, for family, family issues, family triumphs, family failures, and she's always there for us. And I just wanted to share that with you, and and thank you for bringing up the rosary, because it's such a very important part of our lives. Mm. 
Great. Well, thank you, Jeff. What was the greatest thing that you could do? you have any story in particular of something that happened when you were praying the rosary? Well, we do. Here's, here's the best one that I can come up with. We were building a new home six years ago, and I was on my way to visit with the contractors, and they were pouring the concrete, which is the foundation to the house. And I said, hey, Diane, I'm going to grab the rosary, and, and I'm going to put it in the, the cement, drop it right in the cement. And um, I got there, and the contractors were there. They were pouring the cement, and they just happened to be pouring the concrete in the cement foundation by the front porch. And I took the rosary, and I gently put it right down, said a prayer, and probably prayed the rosary before that or after that, set it right in the concrete so that those who walked through the threshold of our home would be welcomed by the Blessed Virgin in, in, in the eyes of Christ. Well, when I did that, I called back home and I said, hey, Diane, I got there just in time. I put the rosary right in the concrete. And she says, do you have any idea what rosary that was that you put in there? And I said, well, it was the one that was on your desk. And she said, well, that was the John Paul II rosary. And I went, okay. She said, do you know what today is? I said, tell me. She says, it's the feast day of St. John Paul II. Mm. And so... I was, I, it, it wasn't even on my mind to do that, but there are countless stories where it's like the Blessed Virgin grabs me by the collar, by the shirt, and pulls me in this direction and says, keep your eyes on my son. I can feel that, I can feel that tug from her. I can feel, I can feel the warmth from her. And there are so many stories that our family, because our family also is a rosary too. We were up to eight mm-hmm. grandchildren, and the ninth one's coming this year. Uh, oh, praise God. But the Blessed Virgin is so integral in our in our life. And if you come through our home, we've got the crucifix and the rosaries hanging everywhere. And it's like we have a Catholic bookstore right here in our house. But, again, it's a reminder that, hey, pick up a rosary, walk with her, pray with her. She will lead you to her son. Well, Jeff, <laughs> yeah, what a great story. And, you know, and Father Eric, we hear a story like that, uh, Jeff and Diane and their children and now grandchildren. And it's um, I, I hear that and it's a way of life. <laughs> it's not something, oh, yeah, we want to pray the rosary. And that's kind of sitting out over here, kind of if we if we get to it today or well, maybe we don't get to it today. But it's become just a way of life. What a great image and what a great lesson for all of us in so many ways yeah and it just shows you know one of the things about um, our lady is she's you know our source of uh, consolation and through the rosary um, we receive a lot of consolation I remember a bishop telling me a story about the time that he was couple and there's a young man who was you know on this gurney who's just shaking and they couldn't get him from sh- shaking and the, the bishop he didn't know what to do, so he just took the rosary out of his pocket and put it in the man's hand. And as soon as he did that, is is he stopped shaking? He just was was at peace. And so um, that's what the rosary uh, that's what the rosary does. It it brings us the consolation of Our Lady, and it just shows that you know the thing is 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 like your mother when you're a little kid and you're in the hospital and you're getting stitches put into something or you you just feel bad about yourself and you're anxious. If your mom's there and if your mom you know, holds your hand or you just see her, you know, suddenly you're at peace. And our Lord said, you know, my peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. 
And our Lord wants to give us peace, and a lot of times he gives it to us through Our Lady. And if you're praying the rosary, um, you'll, you'll know that peace, even, the most, even in the most difficult of times. Yeah. Jeff, uh, thanks again. Good to have you on the program. Let's head to Southern California. Amy is uh, listening there. Hello, Amy. Welcome. You're on the air with Father Eric Nielsen. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, I love your show, by the way. It always <laughs> Thank you. to me. Um, so I'm a convert for, gosh, over, well, over 20 years now. But so the rosary has always been a part of my life, but I would say consistency is my strong point. Um, but, you know, I plug along. Um, anyway, the beginning of this year, I made a commitment to um, pr- pray the rosary every day. I mean, we've prayed as a family, as a a couple, and I've prayed individually. I mean, it's always been a part of my life, but I think you said this earlier. It's like some days it's just like, oh, shoot, I forgot, you know? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I started praying it, uh, you know, daily, making a, a commitment. And then I formed a little group um, of women, and I, well, I invited some people like, hey, I'm just would like to do this every day. If you'd like to kind of join me, let me know. So there's about, I don't know, five of us. And um, we just check in with each other every day. Once we've prayed the rosary, sometimes we have like a little prayer request, or I might find a quote about the rosary. Like I just sent one to the group just now. But what I want to say in my own personal experience now with what are we at the 19th of the month today? Um, is the amount of peace that I have. Um, that is just the one word that just and sense that comes to me every single day. And I mean, let's face it, um, we are living in historic times. Um, I think with what we're going through as a nation, I, I think it's even hard for our minds to kind of wrap around what is actually going on with the pandemic and COVID and people being sick and of course all the turmoil. Um, And I, you know, I'm a small business owner. I I work from home. My husband's working from home as well. And it's easy sometimes to want, you know, your mind will go to to a place of worry. And that is actually something I've struggled with all my life, actually. And and what I'm finding is, is that I'm more content and and living in today. I'm more at, at just at peace. And I was reflecting on that the other day about how Our Lady is the queen of peace. And I really feel that she's giving me peace in my heart, even though, some, you know, I live in California. I mean, the, the virus is bad here, all the lockdowns. Um, and I'm home most of the time, but when I go out and I see, it, it's very hard to take in. I mean, we've never experienced this before. Um, and then just... One thing that I love about the rosary, because it does take, what, 15, 20 minutes, is while I try and stay focused on the different mysteries of our Lord, it's also a great opportunity for me to bring to Our Lady all of the intentions that I have. Some of them are are always just the same ones. I always pray for my children. I have four sons, and um, I, I just give them to Our Lady because she is the perfect mother. I always pray for our marriage, but then, like, I get prayer requests. Like, you know, I have a couple people in my life who are, who are out of work. 
Um, so I, I feel like it's such a great time for each decade. I, I can offer it up for a certain intention or a person or a group of people, people that are sick. Um, the other thing I just wanted to suggest, too, that I started doing um, with my rosary, um, not every day. I mean, I pray the rosary every day, but I pull up on YouTube um, live adoration and I just kind of set my phone or my computer kind of near me. And because I've always, I always loved adoration when we could do that. And, and there are some opportunities near us to be able to go. Um, but that was kind of my thing was just to drop into a church, you know, any day that I could just to sit with our Lord. But because of the lockdowns, it's a little bit more challenging. Um, and anyway, so I've also noticed by having online live, you can you can pull it up. It's amazing. Live adoration. Just type it in into YouTube. I, the sense that I get when I do that, it's like I really felt the Lord say to me last week, like, thanks for just being here with me. And I know it's different than being like in person, but our Lord knows what's going on and that a lot of us have limitations in what we can do, whether it's the pandemic or children or whatever the case may be. But that has also been a great source of peace for me. And I just wanted to share that because I don't feel troubled, but these are troubling times for a lot of people. There are so many people struggling with so many things that either aren't talked about or we just don't know. Um, and if you could just grab that rosary and pray it every day, I, I cannot tell you by committing to this every day. I mean, like a couple nights ago, I mean, I, I prayed it like at, you know, 10 o'clock at night. It was just one of those days, but I did it, you know, and um, I don't see it as a task or a chore. I, I see it as a time that I'm spending with our Lord um, and Our Lady and um, a time that I need. Um, and the fruit of that, as I said, is peace. And so I just wanted to share that to be an encouragement to others, because yeah. if you struggle with consistency like I do, um, just making the commitment and maybe getting a couple of people to kind of hold you accountable has been incredibly helpful as well. So that's yeah, it. Wow. Well, thank you very much. Sounds like uh, you made the commitment now to do it every day, right? <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amy, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I love uh, when we have programs uh, like the like this one, and uh, really so many days when uh, you, Amy, and so many of our listeners call in with their own stories. It's so hope filled. It's so inspirational. It's just uh, it's just so uh, grand uh, to hear uh, your story. So thanks uh, for joining us on the program today. We really do appreciate it. Father Eric Nielsen, our spiritual director, talking about the Rosary today and uh, let's uh, take another phone call deborah listening in menominee falls wisconsin thank you uh, for calling and it's uh, good to have you on the program today hello there um i just have a story which i think is amazing i suffered from anxiety and depression really bad which i was on high doses of medication which i no longer am on but i made dedication to say the rosary and the divine mercy every day which I have not stopped, and I contracted the COVID in July 22nd. I was in ICU for two weeks, and I guess they didn't think I was going to make it. My mother, who had passed five years in February, came to me. 
when I was laying in ICU and told me to fight because it was not my time. After she was gone, I came to and they took me out of ICU. I came home and I have continued to say the rosary and the divine mercy every day. My husband right now is in the process of being baptized Catholic and converting to Catholicism. And my daughter finally found a job. And I just feel my doctors can't believe the turn in me, but I, I think it, it, I believe it's my faith, the rosary, the Lord, all of the above. And I just wanted to share that because it's amazing how I feel. I don't feel stressed or anxiety, depression. I don't feel any of that. And my kids look at me and they say, Mom, you changed so much. What happened? And I said, my faith is in the Lord. You have faith, not fear. And I just wanted to share that. Oh, that's a beautiful story. It's just bright, that, that's the, that is the light motif of this um, of this uh, show today, uh, Chuck. Is is Our Lady bringing people peace? Yeah, and that's you know, being this woman of anxiety. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, Deborah. Thanks, uh, thanks for the call, and uh, we appreciate that. Let's uh, take one another phone call. Uh, Tim, listening in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Thank you uh, for joining us, and uh, welcome to the program today. Yes, Chuck, thank you for giving me on. Chuck, I want to make a reference for this call to Philippians chapter 4, where it it talks about prayer, where it says, Let your requests be known to God, and in the peace of God, which is beyond all comprehension, comfort you. Um, I want to read that as a reference point. I'm glad that the previous caller mentioned Our Lady as the Queen of Peace, and uh, that's what I want to reference right now. I pray a rosary every night before I go to bed. Uh, a scriptural rosary for the intention of the holy souls. I'm an older gentleman, and most of my family is deceased, and so I just decided I wanted to pray for them every day. And when I pray this scriptural rosary uh, for the intention of the holy souls, I experience that peace is beyond all comprehension. It's indescribable. I write this down in my 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 journal and then I share it with other people and uh it's just it's just a supernatural feeling and uh I even feel guilty at times because why am I experiencing all of this love peace and compassion I don't deserve it and uh um it's just incredible I can't describe it and uh when I pray the rosary other times during the day you know like when I'm tempted and things like that the temptation goes away, and, and but I don't get that same effect as far as that. And I, I, I keep asking myself, Tim, would you keep praying this rosary if you weren't experiencing all these benefits from it? And I'm just wondering if uh, if there's something going on with me and the Holy Souls and Mary, because I know she's Holy Souls. So that's all, all I wanted to share. So. What was your last question? I didn't quite catch that. You're wondering if there's something wrong with you, or why am I experiencing this compassion and joy? And my question is, would I keep praying the rosary if I wasn't experiencing this? So, well, that's that's a great point, and I'd say the reason that our Lord is giving you that compassion and joy is first of all because He loves you, but second of all because He wants you to spread that compassion and joy to the people around you. So he's giving you something 
that he expects you to give to others. Um, freely I give to you, freely receive, you know, and so you should give that to others. And secondly, um, thank our Lord for that, but then just tell him, Lord, I'm going to do this until the day I die, even if you don't give me these feelings. But thank you very much for giving them to me, and I'll try my best to pass them on to others. Yeah. So that's the way I would approach it if I were you. Yeah, Tim, and I can tell you, you just passed it on to a whole lot of people. So we're, we're grateful you called in today. Thanks uh, for joining us. Father Eric Nielsen is our spiritual director talking about the rosary today. What has been your experience of praying the rosary? What kind of impact has uh, the rosary had on your life? Maybe you've discovered uh, the power of the rosary. Uh, if you'd like to join us, so uh, we invite you to do that. Toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. We will be right back with more of your phone Phone calls. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com slash forester. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life Spiritual Directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Father Eric Nielsen is our spiritual director. Father Eric is a priest in the Diocese of Madison, Wisconsin, pastor of the St. Paul University Catholic Center on the campus of the University of Wisconsin there in Madison. Talking today about the rosary, and uh, I want to get to more phone calls. And I've got an email for you, too, Father Eric. But uh, your mission trip to Texas last week, I was thinking earlier today, I thought anybody who takes a mission trip from Wisconsin to Texas, in winter has got to be just borderline crazy. <laughs> you know, we had one father said, what are you doing? We drove we drove through the night. We left here at around noon, and we got our, got to Corpus Christi at around, um, I don't know, 3 o'clock. Well, we had a flat tire that took three and a half hours to get fixed. It's hard to get a flat tire <laughs> fixed on a Sunday afternoon. So um, anyway, you stop by the cathedral. Just on a side note, the Cathedral of St. Louis has to be the most beautiful building in the whole country, I just have yeah. to say. Building. But we went down there and we did some mission work. We helped out a priest, Father James, at um, Our Lady Guadalupe Parish there. And he's just in a kind of a, a, um, a nice little neighborhood, actually, but rather poor. And we worked as after school program where most of the children, pretty much 90% of the children, all came from broken homes. And, um, you know, just trying to provide them a little, the kids, you know, play with the kids, give them a little, you know, love and affection. And, uh, you know, walk around. We walked around the neighborhood a little bit and did some door to door evangelization, passing out Bibles and inviting people to come to Mass. So um, the students had a good time there. And, and I went with a really great bunch of uh, young people. I mean, we did a holy hour in the morning, we did another half hour prayer in the afternoon, the rosary every day. Um, and, you know, never a complaint was said amongst them. So, uh, you know, we, there's just a lot of beautiful things happening in the church if we tend to look at it. And I just really believe in this tumultuous times. We just need to focus on the youth and give them peace and joy, confidence in the future that God is with them. And out of the whatever chaos is going to happen, God's going to bring something uh, very beautiful as long as we are open to the Holy Spirit. 
So that's my goal here is just to get these students open to the Holy Spirit. Well, and we tried here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. We tried to see you going down, and then the flat tire kind of prevented that. And then coming back, the timing just wasn't working on on Saturday morning. But let me just echo your sentiments about the uh, cathedral here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. It's absolutely a magnificent uh, cathedral. If you've never been there, if you get to the to St. Louis, please uh, make that a stop uh, on your on your journey. It's the largest collection of mosaics under one roof in the world and it's absolutely spectacular so uh next time uh we'll try to see if we can't uh, say hello in person rather than just over the phone but uh, uh father eric nielsen our spiritual director uh, talking about the uh, the rosary today a real quick email and i want to get to some more uh, phone calls and um our emailer uh christine uh i'm sorry suzanne says uh, how can i get a rosary i attend church but i am not catholic at this time i would like to pray the rosary but don't really want to buy one on eBay or Amazon because it doesn't seem just right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say, um, first of all, it's... All we do around here is make a rosary. So you can come to St. Paul's, and we've got rosaries. Everywhere you look, you've got people making rosaries, handing them out. So it's great. to. And um, there's a lot of little convents that make rosaries. So if you just start um, Googling, um, you know, different convents, a lot of times they'll, they'll be selling rosaries. I'm sure there's probably a convent um, or a student center in your neighborhood that's um, making rosaries. If you go down to just... Yeah, I'm, most parishes nowadays have them just hanging up in the back of church. But um, So I just kind of make a little tour of your churches. Um, otherwise, just, uh, yeah, just go around. You can always buy one from a Catholic goods store if you just need to yeah. go that route as well. So, yeah, I was going to mention uh, your, your local Catholic bookstore is a great resource, uh, not only for the rosaries, but also for little books that can help you pray the rosary and all sorts of uh, good things in terms of, of praying the rosary. So, uh, Suzanne, great question. Uh, thanks uh, for sending that along. We appreciate that. All right, let's uh, head back to the phones. And uh, Christopher, listening in Brooklyn, New York, uh, thanks for the call and welcome. You're on the air with Father Eric. Hey, how you doing? Thank you very much for taking my call. Um so what I'd like to say is on behalf of all men who may not think, you know, that the rosary is helpful in a lot of ways, uh, I found it to not only be helpful for my battle against a lifetime of, you know, pornography and sexual sins and stuff like that, to uh, basically get me out of that. Um, yeah, I was saying the rosary, the rosary my whole life, uh, probably since I was a teenager around 12 or 13, and I said it for various different reasons and for different things and different accomplishments to get me through life. And I know the Mother of God always heard me, but never before have I experienced like what I did when I said the rosary purposely to rid myself of this sin. So um, I basically want to say it's been helpful. And it's been two years now since I've had any desire at all uh, to to look at any kind of pornography or anything like that. And, and I just want to say also, you have to, a person also has to make that decision to say, I don't want this anymore in my life. You know, if you don't want it anymore in your life and you combine that with the rosary and the great power of the mother of God, I really don't think you can go wrong. I would agree go wrong. So it took away all the temptation. Well, 
you know, let's put it this way. I, in the beginning, I thought like, wow, the temptation is gone. And that was really helpful. Like you said, it might be a grace from God and an and, and encouragement. But then little, every now and then, something just by sight, you know, a woman's legs or something could, could, could bring back a thought that went, you know, wow, that feels good to think about that. But, the, but here's what I know, and I want to say it before I forget it. You will not win this. It's almost like going to AA. You are not going to win. There are countless times that I've gone on saying, well, I can just get a little thing here or there. It's not going to bother me much. The devil knows what he's doing. And you're not going to win the battle against pornography. You have to completely humble yourself to God, to the mother of God, and say, help me with this. Take this away from me. Help me to, to get over this, because I'm not going to win by myself. That's for sure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's great. That sounds a little more realistic, you know, because a lot of times people pray and think God's going to take this temptation away. He might for a season, but they come back. But if you keep praying, you can say no to those temptations. So God love you for um, for being consistent. And I think the goal, too, and this is sometimes people ask for stuff and they don't really ask for something. I just met a, a man who, you know, he, he was in a serious addiction and he kept asking God to lift it from him. And he said, but then finally I got on my knees and I just truly asked him. I really wanted it to go. So if you're praying for something to overcome some addiction, you've got to ask yourself, do I really want to overcome it? Am I really praying this sincerely from the bottom of my heart? And if yeah. you do that with the rosary, you know, you'll overcome it. Christopher, thanks for the call. Great story. We appreciate uh, you uh, joining us uh, today uh, in the conversation. Let's uh, head to Austin, Texas. One more phone call. Martin listening there. Hi, Martin. Welcome to the program today. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. I want to share how it helps me at my work because I'm a, I'm a dispatcher, and I, I'm one of the older guys, and uh, I see all the younger guys come in. They're kind of get worked up on uh, answering a lot of these emergency calls and answering alarms and and when you know, one of these like, how do you, how do you, how do you deal? How, how you know? And I was like, I just go to the rosary and I pray to my mother. And this is what I learned from my mom. My mom used to always say the rosary, and this used to help me to work, work out uh, what we go through every day. And I was just so happy to share um, the power of the rosary with a lot of the guys that uh, never heard of it or never, you know, had a chance. And I told them, you know, this helps us every day and, and what we, you know, what we do and what we go through. And um, because I'm one of the older guys, I'm like, they call me Moses. <laughs> and so it's, it's just a lot of fun to be able to share the power of the rosary and its healing power to, to help us overcome a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we, we keep hearing that uh, today, don't we, uh, Father Eric, in terms of the peace that uh, that uh, people praying the rosary find uh, in high-stress jobs like being a dispatcher, like being a mom or a dad or whatever. But the, the peace we find with this uh, with the rosary and this prayer is really powerful, isn't it? It is, yeah. And our Lord wants, like, as we said before in the program, the, the Lord wishes to give you peace. And it's not all the time that our Lord wants to take your difficulties away or solve your problems or get rid of temptations. It's just that our Lord wants to give you peace so that you can respond to these things with love and without giving in discouragement or self-pity. You know, if we can just accept the crosses that come to our way with peace, we will grow in holiness and we'll spread that peace to others. Father Eric Nielsen, uh, not a lot of time left, uh, but let's take one more phone call. Drew, listening in Whittier, California. Thank you for waiting and welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Father, uh, I was just curious. Uh, I try to pray the rosary daily. I usually cons struggle with consistency, but 
I maybe get four to five days a week. But my real issue is with focus. Um, sometimes I find myself, you know, I'll get through a decade or two and realize that I've been thinking about all the stuff going on in the world as opposed to focusing on, the, you know, the time, the time at prayer. I just want to know if you had any advice on how to focus during the rosary and to not well, keep my uh, mind from yeah. wandering on everything else. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that, you know, if you can even if you can really learn to pray the rosary well by doing it first thing in the morning and doing it consistently in the morning and then really pausing before each mystery. And then if you want, um, you know, looking at an image while you're praying it. And also if you could... Um, Sometimes people say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are you among women, and blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus, at the cross. You know, and just say, ministry at that moment, you know, that, uh, that you're trying to meditate on. And, uh, but, the, but the bottom line is you, you, that struggle to stay, to stay focused is a beautiful struggle, and it'll have its reward. So don't get discouraged. Yeah. And um, I've always, uh, Drew, thanks uh, for the uh, for the call. Great question. And I know for me, it's just uh, get distracted and lose focus. Uh, and uh, it, to me, it's just come back, come back, just come back <laughs> and get back into the mystery again. So um, I, I don't know. I, it, it, I guess it happens to all of us in so many ways, doesn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's easy to it's you know it's easy to um, bike when the wind's at your back, right? And um, but and you're going downhill. But sometimes you're going uphill and the wind's in your face, and it's, it's just a real struggle. And you know, God is the only one that truly knows how to grade by effort, not by result. It's important to you know different things happen in our life. We're sick. Um, we're you know we're really tired, or you know some difficult thing just happened that we it's hard for us to keep our mind focused. God takes all that into account. So just put your heart into it as much as you can and let leave the rest up to God. Yeah, and in uh, 15 seconds, Father Eric, the importance of praying the rosary daily. If you pray the rosary daily and put your heart into it, it will lead you to contemplative prayer, and contemplative prayer will lead you to true divine intimacy and union with God. So you're a fool not to say the rosary. <laughs> <laughs> every day, every day, every day, Father. Yeah, Father Eric Nielsen, our spiritual director. Thanks for the stories today, everyone. We really appreciate it. Time to wrap things up, Father Eric. We'd like to close this hour with a final blessing for all of our listeners. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, we ask this day through the intercession of um, Saint Joseph that through his intercession we'd be always attentive to our prayers and have the confidence and faith to pray our Rosary daily. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father Eric Nielsen, always a pleasure. Great to have you on the program today. And if you joined us late, don't forget you can download the program. Great stories from our listeners today. If you missed some of them, download the program. Go to the uh, webpage, the Inner Life page at RelevantRadio.com. Thanks again to Father Eric. Thanks to all of you. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass here in about 60 seconds and 1230 Central. The Faith Explained with Cale Clark. We're back again tomorrow, and we hope to see you then.